everybody, welcome to the hmm, question mark episode of the Zercast. We have done this many times now. Yeah. Just trying to flesh out a good episode, a good um, informational cast. I'll introduce our guest later, but I'm here joined by my co-host Parker Anderson. Last time he talked about his ritual, what he does oh, my to go to ritual. sleep. Yeah, I did talk about that. Let's let's leave that for the end of the episode. How about that? The end. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, today we're gonna be talking about keto and ketosis, um, and why why should we know about it? Um, what are what are good things to know about keto if we're trying to determine a diet that is best suited for us. Mm-hmm. So we have a self-proclaimed expert, <laughs> Jackson. Jackson! I'm the expert. Intr- introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do at the rec center? Why Why are you an expert in a keto ketosis? <sighs> oh, oh, let's see. Well, the short version, uh, let's see. I joined the rec center in 2012. I was a personal trainer there for three years. Uh, I had a really great time doing it. I really enjoyed that job. Uh, But then I moved on, and uh, about a year later, I came back to the rec center as I'm finishing up my undergrad degree here, and I just work in the weight room for right now. Mm -hmm. So nothing too exciting, but I I am uh, at least at the rec center pretty often. Uh, My history, actually in 2012 when I started personal training, I had heard about this method called Carbonite. And Carbonite was by uh, written by John Kiefer, and basically he took a, an approach that was similar to a traditional ketogenic diet, uh, but there was a twist on it, and we can talk about this later. The twist is basically you have one Carbonite a week, mm. and it's you, like a refeed. Yeah, you have a refeed. You refill your glycogen, compensate. Uh, so recompensate your glycogen. So, sorry to sorry to um, interrupt, but when you refill your glycogen, what happens to your ketones? Do they are they still active or? I feel like that would really throw everything off. Um, well, so he's claimed I'm an expert, but I mean I I study this on my own time, so I I, I don't know everything, but I I do have kind of a, a semi. We'll, we'll touch on it a later. Picture. Mm-hmm. What, what my thoughts are would be more about the glucose available in the blood at any time, not necessarily about mm-hmm. your glycogen stores. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily true, so we can get that into that deeper later. All right. Okay, so continue as you were. You uh, just did carb night. Carb night. So yeah, I did carb night for about six months back in 2012. I had a little bit of success, but I did a lot of things wrong. Um, so this time in 2017, I tried it again, and I got a lot deeper into the science and the research. And and luckily this time 2017, we have a lot more research than we did in 2012. It's been a lot of a flurry right. of activity. Research has been exponential. Yeah, about 2014, things really kind of exploded. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of fun things to read. Um, so I just I I did it in springtime and uh, let's <clears> see. <throat> I started off about 220 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your transformation. So overall, <coughs> you've been lifting for how many years? Oh geez. Um, well, we had a weight set in my house growing up, but I didn't really use that until I was about fourteen. Okay. I did like curls with dumbbells yeah. when I was twelve. Dude, who didn't? I know. <laughs> I told him Everyone last time, like I was, you know, I couldn't sleep at three in the morning. I had a pair set of dumbbells right next to my bed, yeah. and I, in the middle of the night, you'd hear clink, clink, <laughs> clink, because I couldn't fucking sleep. So that's great. As you did I, at I fourteen. Remember, I remember watching Triple X. And, mm-hmm. uh, the movie? Yeah, with, with Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there on the bench like, I want arms like 
Vin Diesel. <laughs> we were talking yeah. about that too. Like how, you know, um, superheroes and action movie stars. Yeah. You have dumbbells here? Uh, no, I do not. I, I exclusively exclusively use the rec center and, you know, other gotcha. gyms. So um, you made a transformation. You've been lifting since you were 14. Yeah. Um, consistently since? Well, I've always trained consistently. It's more like I've had a couple of periods where I took time off. Okay. So I've been consistent the whole time. Um, I took one month off when I was nineteenth. Mm-hmm. When I was nineteen, <laughs> and then I took. How old are you now? I'm twenty five. Twenty five. Right. Um, almost twenty six. So. And uh, and mm-hmm. I I took two semesters off when school just got really intense. Mm-hmm. Um, probably didn't need to, but things got intense. Yeah, stuff happened. Sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. starting this last January, I got back in the gym. I basically just did like normal hit training mm-hmm. wasn't in there very long i just picked up some kettlebells did some kettlebell work or something like something that really got the heart pumping and got in and got out mm-hmm. i lost about 30 pounds that way so i was sitting about i saw your yeah so i saw the before picture so the before picture was from earlier this year that was from last summer last summer yeah i was staying with my family in portland so so jackson here made a transformation um from june of last year that was when the picture was taken, year. but I looked and just like it. up until, what was the second picture? June. June of this year? It was 12 months apart. And you lost how many pounds? Uh, like 56, 7. And wow. exclusively off keto, right? Uh, yeah, I've been on keto okay. the whole time. So, yeah, okay, and that segues us into, you know, what we were going to be talking about in this uh, podcast. The Zercast episode question mark. Um, <laughs> kind of like that episode. Episode questionable. Questionable! Yeah. Exclamation point. <laughs> so how many of you guys? How many of you guys done? Uh, like I don't like know. We've done five? a few. Three, four. No, yeah. no. The answer is question mark. Yeah, oh, we don't. We shit. don't know. Oh, <laughs> All right. So um, you tried carb night. You tried um, just just list them off. What diets have you done? Uh, ever? Jeez. Yes, well, total. I did. Um, if it fits your macros, I did a lot of just no particular method, just tracking. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I spent a long time on the zone. 40 30 30 okay so, mm-hmm. so and then you transitioned over to keto which um you you did for 12 months and what was the process of getting into that like like when when did you decide that okay i want to do this sounds cool like i want to do this right what, so what stood out to you based on the previous experience i had in 2012 i you know i read a book i read a couple books and i was weakly aware of the concept of a ketogenic diet but i was not aware that it was called a ketogenic mm-hmm. diet. I just knew that there was this method you could go into where you cut out your carbs and you you go into uh, I don't even know if I knew it was called ketosis, ketosis but yeah. you but you could run off your fats and use fat as an energy. And so when I remember that this January when I started the current process again, I decided to do some research. You took, so you took a break. I, yeah, I just did some googling at that point in January. I said, oh, I, I remember this. Like, what was that? Mm-hmm. I learned. So I wasn't scratch, and it had nutrition experience, and I tracked my calories. I knew what I was eating. In high school, I got down to 136 pounds for wrestling. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. For yeah on on just just regular starving yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. Um, that was that was an experience. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I had so, to get down to like 140 or something when I was wrestling, and that really sucked. So is it hard for you guys to transition from eating your normal daily routine to going into full diet mode? I mean, you said you didn't. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you dieted recently, but back in wrestling, you... Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I'm not really on. I'm mostly just tracking my macros right now. I don't. I, I've you never track really been. 
into yeah somewhat i go on to uh the uh government website like super tracker mm-hmm. yeah i got it through uh my bio class. Oh, your nutrition classes yeah, yeah. whatever um it helps it's nice but um when i was cutting for um wrestling I basically just starved myself. Yeah. I wasn't on any like keto diet or anything. Yeah, I'm asking about hard dieting. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. It does. In my opinion, and I you, like. Well, so it it depends, right? On a traditional diet, yeah, that first initial transition sucks, and then it continues to suck for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear keto, like on keto, it sucks at first, but then there's like this. Wow, like you're, I don't know, like. You, you feel hit, like, full the all the time. Oh, you yeah. feel good, smarter, clean, you know, so, like all that. So uh, let me uh, kind of change a question here. So basically I have a bunch of tips and tricks that I like to follow and tell people when they're transitioning into or starting keto. These are just things that I've picked up on through 10 months of doing this mm-hmm. that I really wish I'd known from the very start. So tip number one is to always be very aware and cognizant of your electrolytes mm-hmm. the approximate gatorade by your bed or whatever or well salt. yeah it, it's more for me it's more uh i don't i don't like to rely on gatorade because the sugar so it's obviously you do very zero. not how zero that's right? true i do yeah but if you look at the labels on those it's not a significant amount of sodium so yeah. you actually need to pull in about five to seven grams of sodium not salt. So you like sodium. Oh, so not salt packets. So you're it's not like, carrying salt packets. No, 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 no. I'm saying you need five to seven grams of sodium, but table salt is sodium chloride. Yeah. So, okay. So you'd actually need more about. Do you get it 15. from like bacon you and get stuff like a that. A supplement. I, I like to do it a lot through food. Yeah. Um, but you know, salt your food. Yeah. So I, ideally, I should measure it, but I've been doing. There's this no, a while. there's no like supplement with this like white label that says sodium on One it. One scoop here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quarter teaspoon, that'll do it. Yeah. No, I I throw that into like a pre workout shake because the sodium load right before a gym session is pretty potent for me. Yeah, and are you doing it like throughout like intra workout sodium um, dosages? I, that's a good idea. I could probably do that. Uh, yeah. I I've not found the need to. That you can. Well, I feel like if you're not getting a pump or like you're not really getting a yeah. good um you know you're not getting good blood flow to your muscles that you know more water and more electrolytes always help that sort of situation that's the thing that's really cool so you, you if you preload front load with your you with won't your need sodium to. as yeah. you just go to the gym and you get thirsty mm-hmm. you get the water fountain you get a you get all your water that mm-hmm. way and then yeah I've, I've noticed a lot of like like you can tell when your blood pressure is up like you can't really tell but I'm, i was not veiny i was not even veiny in high Vascular, school like, yeah. yeah like look at that yeah roadmap yeah, I can. I feel it. I get the, you wanna, scoop, you the wanna, snake bend. You got Nevada. <laughs> I got a. Uh, this is Route New York 66, over here. baby. Yeah. Route 66. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you know, so like, when did you start buying like the ketone strips? Tell 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 them what ketone strips are, and when did you think you needed to like actually know you were in ketosis, or did you just kind of transition over to the diet and just kind of. Uh, assume you were in ketosis the whole time because I know a lot of people just say yo I'm on keto when there might actually not be yeah so that actually goes pretty well with uh, like bullet point number two another tip I would give so I would say number two is that when you're very in the very very beginning stages of starting a ketogenic diet you'll notice that if you don't pay attention to electrolytes first Mm -hmm. let's say that's not happening 
So electrolytes, not in check. You're not taking in extra salt. You're avoiding salt and mm -hmm. uh, and and magnesium and potassium. Right. All, all three of those. Don't right. All, all your electrolytes. Uh, if you haven't done that, then you're probably feeling brain <clears throat> fog. You're feeling tired, lethargy, mm -hmm. fatigued, fatigued. Yeah. And so at this point, also another thing you could do to encourage your body into using ketones is you can supplement with either exogenous ketones which are really expensive and taste the reason why i also say mct oil because mct mm. like coconut oil yeah a portion of coconut coconut oil i should say before the gym or just like if you need a bump like in your coffee either time yeah yeah any time like that yeah because they they take advantage of sent well how far should we go down to the basic knowledge here like yeah, keep on going. Pretty bit. Yeah, just keep so, okay. So, so your MCT oils are your your fatty acids with the carbon chain between, I believe it's six and twelve mm -hmm. um, it, carbons in length. But the thing is, the twelfth one, the one with C twelve, that's uh, lauric acid, I believe, and it actually behaves more like a, a, a saturated fat. So mm -hmm. let's just get rid of that one. Yeah, the C six, C eight, and C ten. You can find all those. MCT oils and coconut oil, mm -hmm. or you could just take the more potent form MCT oil by itself. Those all directly convert to ketones in the body. It's a two, it's a three-step biological process until it's into ATP. Yeah. Okay. So rather than twenty-six. So per, so if people dose. aren't reaching ketosis or if they're having problems with their electrolytes, they should use coconut oil. And yeah, so I would say that would be another good MCT. thing to use. There's there's a method you can use. I typically like to do it after a carb night or let's say you slip or, or mm -hmm. let's say you have a refeed day or, or something like that. Or it might not even have to be a carb refeed day, just a refeed day in general. Mm -hmm. If you maybe just have higher calories. I'd mm -hmm. say the next day, maybe do a morning fast and uh, not a true fast, I guess not a strict fast, but right. have some MCT oil. Yeah, And that can help kind of encourage your body to go back to a ketone burning machine producing and burning machine yeah i have a question about that carb night because usually when people are trying to get into ketosis right when they're trying to get their body into ketosis mm -hmm. um like if you don't do the diet well enough and like correctly then you can kind of end up like starving your body because you're not getting enough oh yeah glucose oh but I also story. you're trying to get into ketosis so you end up getting the yeah. worst of both worlds yeah yes i've heard about that yeah, yeah no yeah. that's totally i i try to tell <laughs> everybody that starts this you should just go in full bore because yeah. if you if Keto, you have you're that, just gonna die if you don't <laughs> straight up like or if you don't you feel you're like producing you're ketones yeah. to prevent yourself from death <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. so if you don't produce the ketones so there's like this ridge right like there's this like if this is a if i've got a diagram here and, and this half of the chart is the glucose burning zone and diagram. this is the the ketone burning zone ketone, let's face the camera glucose yeah. glucose ketones right and as far as like level of how much of feeling like shit you feel yeah <laughs> when you're burning all glucose it's uh i guess maybe it'd be inverted so it'd be pretty low you, you, feel, you feel you do not feel like you feel like meal. complete garbage you feel pretty good no yeah. when you're oh. burning like all glucose oh, oh, you, you've yeah, got yeah, all your yeah, food yeah, yeah. everything you need your full glucose mm -hmm. you're feeling pretty low pretty right pretty good right and then you start to feel more like a piece of shit as you lower your glucose mm -hmm. And then until you reach that magic point, that threshold, Ketone. when you start producing ketones, and then you feel pretty good again. Yeah. But if you go too low and you don't go low enough, so maybe you still have ice cream at the end of the day, or you start the day with a bagel or whatever, you'll kind of be in that I feel like shit zone, and you haven't pushed over far enough 
to start making yeah. it. So it's like reaching that near death point before achieving Super Saiyan and <laughs> that's, producing That's pretty good, dude. Like, you, yeah, you feel like, pretty bad. Yeah. So I've actually, my mom's on this diet, my dad's on this diet. Did you get them into it? I got them into it. Oh, look at you. That's awesome. Pushing the agenda. <laughs> well, my mom, yeah. So, I mean, why would you, if you believe in something like this, like no, I no, do, why yeah. would you not tell your parents right, and your family? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my sister's on it, too, and also their kids are kind of on it, too. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They've, they've got, like, a lot of health restrictions and sleep mm-hmm. restrictions, so. Uh, but anyways, my mom, um, one day, she had she's been working with her doctor and she decided she needed to do this specific like reducing allergens diet Mm -hmm. but not carbs like it was just here's the specific things that we want to try to eliminate and she did it and she felt pretty good like eliminated some things but it was not well she like uh, one of her just health things is she was producing a lot of gas in the intestines so Mm -hmm. um, it was just causing a lot of problems Okay. So she was told to eat, um, I don't think it was FODMAPs, the FODMAPs diet, but it was it was a diet similar to that. It's just supposed to reduce intestinal gases. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, So it worked really well. And then I convinced her after this one episode to go full keto. And what happened was she was just going um, basically low fat, low carb, and not really enough protein either. And mm. she just felt like garbage, and she was not eating enough glucose, and she wasn't eating the fat to kind of bump into the keto zone either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she just crashed really hard. I made her a cup of uh, beef broth, <laughs> and I had her take an exogenous ketones drink mm-hmm. and put mm-hmm. a little glucose in there too, just just a just a little bit, just enough to help. Yeah. You know, nurse her back. After about two or three hours, she she felt way better. But yeah, that's like an it's like. It's an extreme low blood sugar event. And right. It's not necessarily dangerous if you're healthy. Mm-hmm. If you're healthy, you're, you should be able to... should be fine. Be fine. You're just going to be tired. You should just be tired. Yeah. But it's, it's still kind of scary if you don't know what's going on. Yeah, no mm-hmm. half measures. If you just know... Diet. So you're either all, all in or not. Yeah. I feel yeah. like most things in life, you, you don't really taper into it. I feel like tapering into stuff is kind of a myth. You just fucking full-blown 100% or you just don't do it. Yeah, it depends. I mean, yeah, it depends. It depends. But, but it really yeah. does. Yeah. You're always you could, the kid that this jumped is the, into the This pool, is the thing that... Like, super cold. This, right? this is the thing you that... You yourself in. This is yeah. the thing... I know you're watching viewers on mm. YouTube 20 years from now. <laughs> 10 million people. Oh, 10 million. They're going to look back at the early days. Talk about billions. Like, <laughs> billions. Go back down. Uh, but yeah, this is one of those things that you should do a lot of research and be very knowledgeable very knowledgeable of before you start uh you'll reap the benefits all right so um obviously it worked um you have your parents on it they have um your, you said your uncles or your, your cousin my sister your and sister my niece and, and they have their kids on it too basically right um so how is it helping them achieve their goal and how did it help you achieve your goal so so what are the transformations that are going on around you Right. And how did you use keto as a vehicle to get you to that weight loss? Sure. So, well, and while um, you're at it, while you're at it, tell me how it impacted your lifestyle, your daily routine, how you had to completely turn your life upside down. <laughs> Was it upside down? I mean, just uh, I want to know the change that took place and how it's impacting everybody around you. Well, I guess you could say it was kind of re-education. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it once you once you do it for a while you know that's that's one thing my, my grandpa was an electrical engineer and my mom used to sit in the work bench uh, <clears throat> down in the basement and she would ask him questions and she would just be so bewildered it was all like magic like black magic to her <laughs> yeah. she had no idea how it worked and now you know that's what I study here at school, and it's Jackson's not... in a cult now. <laughs> Actually, you know what? There is a we have a chart that we use, the electrical engineers, and it's called the Smith chart. And there's a particular version that's called the Black Magic Design. <laughs> so I literally study black magic. Yeah. Um, but the point is, once you do this sort of thing for a while, it becomes more second nature, and it's not a mystery. So while just it might like be... IFYM, intuitive eating, yeah. I feel like most diets like or anything get a grasp at it or yeah. anything. Yeah. Once you get more experience, it's not as bad. So, well, let, let's there, see. Though. So, let's start with my mom. So, um, well, so if we start with her results, so her results are pretty great. Mm-hmm. She was telling me just the other day that she was sitting at around 200 pounds, like if not 200, near 200 pounds for you know most of her adult life. Mm-hmm. So, she's probably 198 pounds for 25 years because mm-hmm. that's how old I am. And, um, She's never really lost weight. Not that I'm aware of. I've, you know, she's been my mom for 25 years. I wasn't aware of anything, and yeah. now she's lost about no crazy 40 pounds, I think. Wow. Yeah. She's pretty much dead even at 160. See, I think what keto does a good job of doing, and I, I really like this, is it simplifies the dieting aspect of it. Because it's not like you're for like macros. You're you have a certain target to shoot for, and it's more volatile, and it can change. Right, but for ketos, you just take all the carbs out, and you're in a caloric deficit. Yeah, if, I mean, it's pretty easy. Yeah. The rules, if you want to make it hard and advanced, you can go as deep as you want and make it hard and advanced yeah. as you want. But the very basics of it are, well, just don't eat carbs and yeah. replace it with fat. Yeah. That's pretty easy. You have high fat and medium protein. If you're bodybuilding, you want to lose weight, then you can bump the protein up a little bit, yeah. fat down a little bit. That's a lot right. of modification we'll talk about later. But yeah. the, the thing is, really, like, there's a lot of things I wanted to say, and honestly, I could probably spend an hour. I'm not going to, but I could no, probably, no, no, take I could probably spend we, the, we have the all next the time hour. We have a lot of time yeah. to talk so, about this. I'm um, sure the people are clamoring to hear all about the, the. If I was to tell somebody on an airplane, like, why do I do this? Like, why do I care? Why would I want somebody else to learn about it and maybe mm-hmm. decide if that's something they want for themselves? And the reason is because it's primarily, like, foundationally, number one, it's looking like. All of these health benefits that we get are the primary motivator. We, mm-hmm. we primarily want to be having better insulin sensitivity. You know, we want to be having, we want to be clearing glucose better. We want to not have high glucose. Mm-hmm. We want to, uh, you know, ketones are a very efficient source of energy. They're more potent than glucose as mm-hmm. far as a calorie per gram basis, anyways. Uh, they're kind of a high octane. Like I've heard bullet, bulletproof. That guy he talks about is this mm. the mic? Yes, that's the mic. Yeah, bulletproof Dave Asprey. <laughs> bulletproof. He he talks about uh, like it's a high octane mm. fuel, and you know it's true. Um, and I just find that really, it it seems to me biochemically, on like a biochemistry basis, mm-hmm. it seems to be more healthy than using glucose as your primary. Fuel. I actually like before you came over here, I did some research myself, um, <laughs> and you know what I read and heard was that. Uh, Keto does have a lot of benefits, but it is proven that there are no like metabolic benefits. Like it won't make you more efficient. Like I won't lose faster in keto than I would if I did sure. IFYM. Sure. Because yeah, the weight yeah, loss is weight count. loss, right? Calories count. Yeah. It's sure. just, yeah. 
So I- there, there are no metabolic benefits to um, keto over any other diet, but there seems to be additional benefits to it that don't relate to weight loss. So what I, I also yeah. read was that you know people who are are experiencing cancer, have Alzheimer's or epilepsy, would um, benefit greatly from hopping on a keto diet. And I was wondering if you knew why. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, well. Uh, partially. I mean, I don't think at this point anybody knows why. Uh, there's some scientists that I follow on social media, and I you know watch their podcast and. They're kind of on the forefront of this keto research and it seems to me right now we don't know whether why and by we i mean those scientists that i follow <laughs> not necessarily a part of that we as a people <laughs> we as a people we as a people we as human beings keto we as human vascular. beings don't quite know if it's the absence of glucose that seems to be so beneficial um or if it's the presence of ketones so i think it might be the absence I would think so too, but prove it. Because okay, so an analogy I heard um, that Lane Lane Norton himself used was um, back when we were just cavemen, um, we did not have access to glucose, right? So I mean, it's like a paleo thing. The majority of like human evolution happened without agriculture right right and agriculture is where we got we developed wheat grains and we made bread and then glucose became a major um player key player in our diets later on you know but like you know um we're not including vegetables and all that into this did i send you guys a podcast recently no you did not oh Cause like this is like the first ten minutes of that podcast I watched oh, yesterday. Okay. Oh, is there, okay. Yeah. Okay, tell us about. Um... I can't freaking remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what that's why I wanted to look it up, and then I remembered we're doing a podcast. Right. <clears throat> well, um, I mean, we can transition. So to no, no, no. Yeah. So so your question was like, what are some of the benefits? So there's some medical. So there's so you can do keto for a lot of reasons. It's good for fat loss, mm-hmm. but. That's not what I would primarily say keto is good for. I would say keto is good for the medical aspects, the medical aspects which I would classify it as metabol- met like metabolic therapy. Right. So things like anything that you can fit into metabolic disease, which is cancer. Diabetes. I believe what Alzheimer's fits in there now. Yeah. I think that's new. Um, diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the medical ones, cancer. Why cancer? Well, because it, it seems that, uh, what was it, eight or nine out of ten cancers exhibit something called the Warburg effect. Mm-hmm. You guys know no, I don't that know is? what that is. Okay, so the Warburg effect has, uh, the, it says that cancer, these specific types of cancers only use glucose, and then as a side note, parentheses, and glutamine, mm-hmm. glucose and glutamine for fuel it's the mm-hmm. only thing it can metabolize it can't mm-hmm. use ketones ah. so the point of cancer uh therapy with adjunct keto mm-hmm. like we use it as an adjunct therapy the point of that is that while cancers are exhibiting this warburg effect you withdraw your glucose levels you just keep it minimum all the time mm-hmm. you don't you don't have excess glucose surging through your system to be taken up by this cancer it weakens it metabolically physiologically mm-hmm. And that way, when you go in with your primary care, you just totally kill it, totally kill the ther- the cancer. That's the that's kind of the okay. thinking nowadays. While there's also the ethics boards of 
you know, would keto kill it by itself? Don't know. It's not ethical, so I don't think we're going to right. study. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so there's no reason to just hop on board right now and just totally. Like... It, it may. It may. But it, keto may be the, like the thing that can kill certain cancers, but we cancers, but we don't know. It's too soon. So we can't study it yet, uh, if ever, okay. because of ethics. Um, but other than that, you know, my mom's also had Alzheimer's concerns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually have they reduced since she's hopped on keto. Yeah, so I told her to take an MCT uh, supplement. I actually bought mm-hmm. one for her. It's um, how much are those? Not very expensive. Okay, so, so, keto- so you guys have no excuses if you're thinking about hopping on that keto. Do not tell, do not tell Jackson, <laughs> me, or Parker that you cannot afford it. Okay, I'm a f- broke college student. You kidding? Yeah. I don't make any. It's money. actually more cost efficient, I would think, because all you're eating is fat. Well, here's, oh, God, there's so many things I could talk about. So. <laughs> You could, it's easier to fast Good. in keto. It's easier to fast. Like, exactly. So, oh, there's so many, I'm not going to stay on track here, man. I need to, my own notepad. Right, right, right. So, all right, I'll, okay, we'll, we'll move on to the next topic. Okay. Um, so, I know you wanted to sit here. I'm like chomping at the bit. Like, I know, right? I would, too, I would be too. You want to stay up till midnight? I have a question yeah. about, so, are, would you call yourself like a power lifter, body lift, body um, builder? I I would say I'm a strength athlete with powerlifting history. I'm not yeah. currently doing it, but I like to lift heavy. Yeah. How does um like I've like done some research and have seen that like a keto diet, uh, like with that like glucose gives you a lot of energy, gives you, you know, you can do all your stuff. But um with a keto diet, do you feel like you have less energy like when you're doing high intensity workouts and stuff like that and also do you see like less results like muscle wise and like uh like weight stuff? branching off of that yeah. i heard like Thanks. personally what have you experienced in toward like as far as strength gains are concerned um hypertrophy gains how has it impacted your progress in the gym well i would say that basically that in keto you don't utilize the glycogen the the anaerobic glycolytic pathways yeah so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say that it only uses aerobic of course you're going to use your creatine phosphate yeah anaerobic system as well but uh you understood what i was putting down yeah yeah i know what you're saying so so yeah you you wouldn't you didn't really use the glycolytic pathway like for example Mm -hmm. um like i like to do drop sets because they're really really hard for me right now like doing keto because you push that upper limit when you start to push into the domain of when you would be utilizing stored glycogen for your yeah. work like yeah you really hit a wall you do you yeah. really hit a wall this would it would not necessarily is it just be like good you're thing. good to go and then all of a sudden you just want to take a nap or um like are you just not feeling up to the next set each a week or how does it yeah it, that's pretty accurate is it weak or tired it's both it, both. it feels a bit like low blood so here's the thing there's a lot of these things that are going on and I think that there can be more than one thing happening at once Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be all from one thing so if you are brand new to keto yeah you're gonna suffer for a little bit in the glycolytic domain Mm -hmm. but that's only because when you're transitioning your fuel system from glucose to it's not efficient yet it's not efficient yet yeah and so you don't have you don't have a lot of those energy stores available. Mm-hmm. However, you go through about two weeks and you get you adapt. You know what was it? Eighty. Uh, you get about eighty percent of the adaptation from keto. Is a number I heard. Sorry, right. I can't reference it. If you do a Google search, anybody around <laughs> or you guys later, you'll probably <laughs> see that number. So there, Google it. 
Think of and, this podcast movie. Yeah. And then the, over the next, mm, what was it? So first six weeks, 80%. Next six months, another 10%. And then it's like the next two years, it's like the last 10%. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, so you, you don't so, get into 100% like... No, like, it's a really geez. slow, slow process. Wow. So I, if, if we want to so go back investment. to my history... You got to like, when you're in keto, you got to like... Invest all your time, energy, and the next few years into doing it in order to get in- efficient, in order to well, see real progress. Well, that sounds very extreme. I, I would say, see now, okay, so you guys are kind of hardcore fitness I'm hyperbole, right now. I'm hyperbolizing it right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, you, you guys hardcore are hardcore fitness. fitness, like, you guys are, there's probably yeah, yeah. other college students just like you, but here's the thing. If you go out in the world, you've got a job. The real world. If you go out there, anybody out that's there, out there, it's things the, get complex. The civilian, the common civilian, this would be a beneficial diet for them. It would, it, if they knew what I know, yes. But a lot of the time, you have, to do the research. You, have, you have to do the research and you have to come across these facts and these you know, reasons why. So, for example, it's very easy to go out in the world to you know Chipotle and grocery store and everything. Once you start doing keto, everybody that I've ever known that's done keto, after about three or four weeks, like they start to them, going to Buffalo Wild Wings no, no, all no. the time. <laughs> no, they'll go to the grocery store and they'll walk around the perimeter because that's where all their food is, right? You know, right. except for the bread section. But then you know, you go to your meats and your cheeses <laughs> and then your you know whatever. Yeah. Your, your milk. So they completely avoid the eggs. middle aisles. They just go for the cheese. All the, the middle aisles are all carbs. Yeah. You yeah. walk down the aisle, True. it's like, well, this is the chip aisle. This is the sweets aisle. This is the baking goods aisle. This mm-hmm. is the canned goods aisle, which I don't really have anything against vegetables. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then you then you get into the frozen section and oh man, it gets even worse. And then your sodium, uh, well, if you're having carbs, it's not as good to have as much sodium. But mm-hmm. So... Um, I literally think there's probably about 10 branches of uh, directions that I could go from here. So I'm going to defer back to what your plan was. Do you, do you have another question or can yeah, you yeah. So, further question? So I, I don't think I even answered the original question. So you that. said, you know, people would be walking around the perimeters of the grocery store as people because they don't understand the diet fully. Um, and then, you know, my, my instant like reaction to this and my thought would be is that something like keto isn't sustainable because people are cutting like mm. it's an easy first answer right because you're just cutting out carbs you're like easy yeah right but then you're like oh shit i miss ice cream yeah i miss rice i miss potatoes yeah you're totally right the fam wants to eat cornbread you're totally i right. can't though i see a lot of times those cravings um, I have found with myself that a lot of times those are actually because my sodium is too low. Right. You can have sugar cravings but the with thought, sodium. the thought's still there, right? So, you know, people aren't yeah. wired like you because you well, fully, I mean, it, it takes like, a little bit of it. adaptation. So, yeah. I'm, I, I would just say that I'm, I'm fairly adapted. And somebody mm-hmm. who's not adapted very well would probably experience more cravings. But then again, you know, you can mediate a lot of these problems, a lot of those cravings with mm-hmm. just making sure your sodium intake is the level it should be for being in keto. Yeah. So do you and think... The reason why that is, by the way, is because when you have lower insulin levels, the lower insulin the signals to your kidneys that you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't need to hold on to the sodium, just, just flush it out. So right. you just pee all your sodium out. So you yeah. have to constantly like replenish that. Yeah. All right. So um, as far as that, so we should look out for your keto hacks book. <laughs> By I Jackson should. Carroll. I should write one. I'll just yeah, t- I just won't apps. mention the word keto. I'll just change it into something that seems proprietary. Yeah, like, uh, like at the beginning of the cast, you were like carbonite. 
like a carbonite book. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good name. You should come up with like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John Kiefer. Jackson's Keto Hacks. John Kiefer, if you're listening to this, I'm your biggest fan, man. Yeah. Oh, but we didn't Why get into. Why are you responding to my tweets? What about no, with the Retweets. with the carbonite? Yeah. The, the carbonite kind of messes up my brain with like how that works with a keto diet. Sure. You know? Yeah, so, so you want to know why? No, like how do you feel after carb night? Oh. And like, uh, like does it take? Does like, it feel a day like you're putting a foreign object in your body? And you know, it I feel like your body would just crap out. It usually doesn't, but it did this last one. This last, this <laughs> you last told me you ate two pizzas, bro. Well, I bought two pizzas. Two pizzas. And then I I ate the first half, so I, I ate half of one and then the half of the other mm. one. And I stuck it back in the oven because I was like, well, so I'll, you didn't commit. I'll, I'll turn off the oven, I'll leave it warm, and then I'll come back and eat the second half. So well, I forgot that there was a second half, and I also forgot to turn the oven off. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, 40, 45 minutes later, I was like, what's the smell? I go over and the, I open it up, it's just <laughs> smoke. So yeah, would you say yeah. just like keto, where you need to go from 0 to 100, you need a 0 to 100 of your carb nights too? Or no. you're gonna feel some backlash. <laughs> but do you f- no. feel like lethargic the next day? Do you feel like kind of foggy? You're right. With so the... so with my carb night, so I have a couple of approaches. So it'll I you know it depends on how I'm doing that week. I like to take feedback from how I'm doing in the gym. You know what's my what's my athletic performance like, and then I just think like, well, what's my aesthetic performance like like what's the status <laughs> what do if, i look like what does my gym selfie look like yeah like, like can i afford a really shreds block or am i just kind of uh, shred this block yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so guys. if i'm shredded as fuck maybe i'll have like a really like a, a sugary carb night yeah anyway with a lot of fructose if jackson's feeling shreds fuck maybe he'll start writing his jackson carroll's keto hacks dieting keto hacks. book I was Javad Bakshinajad, was and is, and this was episode question mark of the Zercast with my partner, Parker Anderson, and Jackson Carroll. Follow me at JVLift on Instagram and at Zerfit on Instagram. Go to Zerfit.com for all your dieting and programming uh, tools. And do you guys have any social media plugins you want to throw out there just so the people can, you know, find you on that social media? My Instagram, I throw up most of my fitness stuff. I don't do Facebook or Snapchat. It's, it's so, so what's the stuff. tag? It's Jackson.hCarroll. So find him at Jackson.hCarroll. That's one. Two R's, two L's. Two R's. And Parker's still a caveman. I'm a caveman. He puts really his money in his backyard. I bury it. <laughs> Fuck the government. <laughs> Is that what you said, right? <laughs> yeah, they put, they put chips in your food to uh, monitor well, you know, on your laptop, you're supposed to use the tin foil over the camera because that's <laughs> fully fully opaque. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. You don't want the NRS, <laughs> right? NRA, right? NRA. The what was your What NSA. was your thing before we close out? What was your ritual? You didn't tell them. Oh, I don't really have like a ritual as much as like I do something when I wake up at, like three in the morning and I can't go back to bed. I just listen to. I just listen to like an Britney audio Spears? book or a podcast. Oh. <laughs> just get something. Wow, I'm so disappointed. I thought something weird, no, some creepy. No, no, no. I don't like choke. <laughs> I don't like choke myself. Ooh, baby, babe. Like a 10 second clip on repeat. Yeah. Ooh, baby, babe, babe. While you're choking yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it helps a lot. He falls right asleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. There. Get the get like a belt. Strangulation. Put, put the belt and then like put it oh, on God. the wall. And then we find him and the next day. And hang yourself in bed. <laughs>